Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, this is a road show episode, show, road show show coming to you from the county of Worcestershire, specifically from a little place called The Kiln, uh, which is a creative workspace built and managed and owned by our good friend Hamish Gill. Uh, he has been hosting us this evening. I'm currently drinking... Actually, I was going to say currently drinking some of his whiskey, but I think I'm drinking whiskey that I have contributed to the pot for the evening. Uh, there's also a pot of film that people can dig from, and there goes the doorbell, <laughs> which is an interesting thing I didn't expect to happen. Back back in a minute. Seamless. With me, as you can hear giggling in the background, <laughs> is my good friend and co-host, Graham. How you doing, buddy? I'm not doing too badly, thanks, dude. I mean, I've, I've had three cups of coffee and two pints of cider today, which is more than my annual limit for both of those things. <laughs> so. Well, it's always very important to be a careful balance of uppers and downers. <laughs> I think I'm doing very well. There's a life rule there, right? They're like everybody in listening, there's a life rule there. <laughs> ah, it's been great, though. I, we, this space that we're in, Hamish's Kiln Space in Worcester, what an awesome space. I know, it's, it's a... I think it started life as a Victorian police station and some of the meeting rooms are converted police cells, which is marvellous. Because, <laughs> quite frankly, when I'm in a meeting, sometimes it feels like I'm locked in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> Here you can do it for real. Uh, yeah, but uh, we, are, we are a few minutes away uh, from, I think, only the second ever public screening of... A film that I only know as Tanky, but it probably has an official name. Is, is it One Shot Inching Down? That's it, nailed it. Okay, and sadly, uh, so so those of you who have listened to the shows where we've had uh, Cy and David on, the Danger Boys, uh, apparently, uh, sorry, unfortunately, uh, Cy can't be here today, but David is here. He's flown from Toulouse to Worcester via uh, Munich. Munich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so and that, Coventry. Uh, yeah, so that's de- dedication to a cause, that is. Uh, it's great to meet him face-to-face for the first time, uh, you know, uh, having spoken to him a number of times on the show. Uh, and sadly, no Rach here. I think Christmas time being a busy time for Rach, uh, she has a Christmas market to do this weekend, uh, so she's having to work. Uh, but Graham and I are here probably only the third time this year we've set eyes on each other maybe even only the second I guess yeah I think it's the second second yeah it's um, but yeah what a great way to get together and um, oh, and a really good turnout as well for the photo walk and for everything and there's more people as the doorbell just indicated turning up to see the movie <laughs> even as we speak um, but yeah it's been a fun day got here at about one o'clock-ish yeah, I was a bit earlier than that. I surprised Hamish because he left the front door open by mistake. I went, Hello, mate, how you doing? But yes, yes, so look, yeah, one o'clock-ish, nice sunny day, especially yeah. for early December, nice and warm. Uh, went for a walk by the River Severn uh, through uh, an old industrial, well, not really industrial, but yeah, trading estate area, uh, which provided... Beautiful. <laughs> it only provided some urban-type photo opportunities. Skips. Yes, yes. Um uh, then a pub, uh, then a burger, uh, and now we're here ready. So we've had, yeah, but, yeah, it's great meeting up with people, seeing people, uh, good weather, nice little photo walk, bit of a visit to a pub, burger, and now I'm ready for a movie, I think. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to try and collar some people, aren't we, either before or after? Probably yes. both. Probably, we should probably do both. We should probably capture the expectation beforehand. Yeah. Um, and, the and then the... the and joy afterwards. Yeah, yes. The exceeded <laughs> expectation following the movie showing. 
but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. So, uh, so some of the voices you'll hear are people you'll recognise because they've been on the show t- uh, a number of times before. Some of them, uh, others, fresh voices to the Sunny Sixteen podcast and. Let's face it, we could do with some of those. <laughs> it's not going to be ours. Not after my pints and coffee and your whiskey. We are not the fresh voice. Well, you have do. to do something because I don't know how to work the gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go and see if we can find someone before this movie starts. Yeah, I was telling him, did he tell you? So, uh, Rachel's in the documentary, like a video of her actually talking about the project. And then an cli- audio clip of you from the Sunny 16 podcast, he didn't actually make it in. <laughs> and he's the one who originally invited us. <laughs> I mean, rude. So, I want to get an audio clip of him just saying, like, what the hell, guys, why am I not in this? And put it in that credit somewhere eventually. It's not hard to get an audio clip of me saying, what the hell? He's great in the blue parade. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. We were having to get a, a, a little. Oh yeah. For the movie, yes, sir. Okay. Did I do you? Did I do you? Did you do me? I didn't do you. Neil Pike from the certain whitewash podcast asking, did he do me? Neil Piper from the Southern White. Yeah. Did me. Just popped a flash in my face. popped one right in your face. (laughs) And now I'm going to walk off. (laughs) So so are we recording, I see. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, so. Um, So Dave. Yes. Second showing. How's it feeling? It feels great. How did the first showing go? It went really well. So this is the showing up in Inverness. Yeah. And that was for a month ago now? Yeah, a month exactly, basically. And yeah. uh, how many people turned out for that one? Uh, it was, we sold out 100 tickets, probably 60 or 70 showed up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good room full of people again tonight. Yeah, we have a room full of people. And um, I think you said last time that the, the people who went to the showing up in Inverness were people from the local area. They're a real yeah. mixture of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people here tonight are people who are interested in the hobby, film photography people, as well as, you know, other people. Um, so it's maybe a more informed audience in the sense of knowing, an uh, understanding of what you're doing. Uh, how are you feeling about putting your stuff out there tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun to see how much stuff we did wrong, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be, why didn't you do it this way? I can just see the Q&A now, like, why didn't you do it this way? And my response being, good, good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great next, next time I'm in a World War II uh, tunnel, I'll, uh, I'll do it that way. No, it, I'm, I'm really curious about what the, the questions are going to be afterwards. If, if they're going to center on technical things, I have no clue if people are going to center on technical things, or if because people here are informed, they're going to assume the technical and ask other things, actually. Yeah. I have no idea, actually. Yeah. I'm really yeah. curious. You have to remind me because I got ahead. Like I said, when was it? This whole thing kicked off. When was it? You came on the podcast to first talk about this. We first came on the podcast. It was over a year ago, wasn't it? To talk about my first trip. To talk about this, I don't remember. We. It was like maybe a year and a half ago. We came on the podcast to talk about our first trip into the tanks. Yeah. Maybe a little longer than a year and a half ago. And then, then when we had the idea for this. Uh, it, maybe that was a year and a half ago we first talked about yeah. this yeah so it's been a while so you, and you finally got to this end point where there was a finished product it's, yeah there's a finished product done how yeah. does it feel it feels great yeah yeah I've never made a feature length film before so yeah. that's a thing I did yeah. yeah that's cool and like yeah Simon and I are both pretty thrilled like at the time you think like oh it'd be cool if we made some money from it but then Simon and I both just talking of said actually we're just 
happy to have made it. Like, rego- yeah, like when you see it all and see the people who have enjoyed it, it's just sort of fun. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Well, there's people sitting here looking at us. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to let you yeah. call an interest. Well, they, we'll yeah, catch you after for your um, I see you next I love you. I love you all. Not as much as I love you. Sat here waiting for the film to start. Next to me, there are three individuals, all of whom with pinball cameras, in a dark room. Well, in a room that's, I'm guessing, soon to be dark. Uh, Alex, Alex Purcell, reprobate and great, but you know, he's you your pinball camera. Is that why this chair is empty? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not, I was the name of the gentleman next to you, Alex. Uh, Dank Spangle. Oh, that's Dank Spangle. Okay. Uh, well, Dank Spangle, who mentioned on, on back in the paper before, Mr. Dank Spangle. Also, God, Mr. Dank Spangle. <laughs> Remind me what your proper name is. Mm? And thank you. <laughs> Dank Spangle really sticks in there. And Neil Piper with his pinhole there. I would never have seen the pinhole cameras would have been the the, um, the thing of the day here. But apparently, that's how you take pictures of a movie. <laughs> What a weird crowd of people. Aid passing back his bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Paul Mackay been allowed in here even though this is an 18 rated film. My mum signed me in. Is everybody comfortable and can see the screen? Uh, yeah, I could be more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Stop flirting. <laughs> you don't count anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to stand there. I'm going to take that. Here we're just grabbing a bottle of whiskey and leaving. Hi. Hi. We should we should clap for. Uh, Mr. Gill, yes. for having us here. Yeah. And we have we have two of the the, the sunbeams as they call them, <laughs> which well you had you guys had Simon and me on originally. Sorry about our adventures. Yeah, <laughs> no one will forgive you. And and because of that, thanks to that, um, Amish had me write a post about our first trip into the tanks for thirty five MMC. Like, is honest. Two years ago. Yeah, this was a while ago. So it's sort of fun that we're doing this because it's like all coming full circle. So thanks for coming. This has sort of been a labor of love for Simon, Riddell, and me. And uh, we really enjoyed sort of making this project. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and yeah. And afterwards, if you have any questions, I will answer them mm-hmm. to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So with no with no further delay, um, the film Ooh. formerly known as Tanky McOneshot. Only horrible reflections on the screen. Yes, yours as you walk past. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Regen. Here's the idea we came up with. I'll just turn this down. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, but I didn't super well expose the back wall because I wasn't, it's easy to gauge distance of the side walls and the ceiling and to know what your flash power should be. But the back wall is sort of this sump area and you don't really know. So it was just sort of like you improvise. And so the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, I don't want to fall in. Also, how the hell am I going to expose the back? Like we never discussed it. It was just sort of like I had to figure out how it's going to flash. I didn't want to overdo it because the first one it was overexposed. And so you're not quite sure. So you want to get as close as possible to try to actually eliminate the back wall because you don't want it dark and you want detail, but you don't want to fall into the sump. And every time you flash, you can see everything. You know, there's lots of reflections. So flash is longer than you think. Like you can sort of see 
the whole thing. So every flash, I'm just sort of like getting the lay of the land and then taking three paces. So, but it sort of sneaks up on you because it's so dark in the flash. Just sort of you're trying to take in the whole tank in those three flashes. So yeah, if you're a little nervous, you're just like, I want to get close. I want to make sure I illuminate the back wall perfectly. I want to, yeah. So it's, yeah. It's like an actual concern, falling into a giant sump of oil and water in, in freezing temperatures. Yeah. Yeah, how's your meter for flat? I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I've never done anything flat yeah. probably at all, so I presume you can use an exposure meter or something to meter for that. Yeah, I mean, which is, is nice because you can use an exposure meter. Um, we used a really nice flash where you can just sort of set distance, you know, you can set distance and aperture on it, yeah. and we know the distance of the walls, right? Because it's not uh, 9 meters wide by 12 meters high, so we know we have uh, four and a half meters from the flash to the surface, right? So that's actually really, that was probably the easiest part of the whole thing, is I just set for that distance and knew um, the aperture. Um, yeah, and since it's pitch black, there's no light down there. It's an underground facility with no light whatsoever. So you just leave the thing open so you can think of it as several thousand exposures, yeah. right? Like each flash is just a single exposure in that thing. So, um, so the metering was probably the, the the least uh, difficult part in that regard, because you know the flash drive. If you'd got to the first print and realized the magnet <clears> hadn't worked, would you have gone back in and done another? Or would we you were have so gone? tired at that point. If we had a camera crew and people helping mm -hmm. and we're on the timeline, we were think probably I would have been tempted to just say that it was a one shot and like why. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everything did take i was there 10 days and we had a weekend where simon's girlfriend and her son came and we just relaxed but other than that we were in those tunnels and tanks for basically for seven days essentially so we slept only one night but i mean we were in there because you figure set up clean up yeah cleanup's huge you know you don't think about all the time so we spent a lot of time in there like we were just dead so if that negative didn't work it was just like well that was a lot of money and time <laughs> I was going to say, how did, how did you empty the pools afterwards? Because there must have been gallons in. There were drains on the bottom. So ah, we got right. pools specifically yeah. with drains on the bottom so yeah. we could actually prop oh, them up on the uh, on the easel itself, yeah. actually, and then just put the sort of drum under it and then a siphon yeah, and fill up those, uh, those things that you saw yeah. me fill it up with. Yeah. How would you rate working with the Intrepid Enlarger? It was good. Um, it was better than I thought. We didn't have. You saw like the the times were not crazy for that size, so it was a lot brighter than I thought. Um, I wasn't thinking about the fact that uh, we we were using the same lens to project with that we um, that we shot, which was ninety millimeter, which is too wide for enlarging technically, which is why we got some vignetting. Um, uh, but yeah, it was more powerful than I thought. I thought it was great. Um, it was pretty easy. Uh, I want to get one probably for myself. Simon has that one still, and he uses it. But um, like uh, when I I'm gonna move soon and build a new darkroom, and I'll probably get one just to use as a uh, an alternate to my my normal magic probably. If you could. Um if you were going back now to before you started and we're going to do it again, what would you do differently this time? The, 
the negatives half a stop thinner than it should be and I we sort of calculate everything and pretty precise with this and I push HP 5 to 1600 all the time so you go what is going on like I said the flash I knew exactly the flash strength right that's not a variable that I was worried about and I realized that it was so cold in there it was just above freezing that while developing my temperature dropped a few degrees and we were so tired. You figure we'd been there 24 hours by the time we developed that negative or something. It was just something ridiculous. She's not even thinking about that. We got the chemicals to temperature and then you dev and you're like, this is the time. And I should have let it sit for another three minutes easily. And that's where my, my dropped half a stop it. You know, at first you're like, why is this so thin? We did everything by the book. And you're like, yeah, it's freezing in here. There's no way our temperature, you know, their chemicals are very sensitive to temperature. Um, so in hindsight, I would have thought that they're better and had a slightly denser egg. Multiple hot tub is what you need. Yeah. I mean, even if we use just like the fish tank heater and like put it in between inversions and like it, but you know, by, by the time you've been in there for that long in just above freezing, which just zaps your energy and, um, Simon's never done video before. So I was the one stressed about filming, and if you notice, I was the one talking to the camera because I was actually stressed all the time about the narration, like how is this going to work? How are we going to make a film out of this stupid thing? It's not going to happen. And so we're just zapped. We're just like so tired. So by that point, like, and sometimes I'm good about thinking about those things in advance, but that time I was like, why is this thin? And it wasn't until like two days later, I was like, that would, uh, yeah, the temperature clearly wasn't, wasn't 20 degrees by the time we were done. Was it, seven, it was a 17 minute dev in freezing temperature there's no way you know like yeah you run a lab like, yeah. it's, it's like half a stop it's actually it should have been worse so I'm <laughs> pushing it's right we're pushing it yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, presumably the surfaces of the actual you know, the uh, tank was so dark anyway mm -hmm. that you know you can put loads of flash on it but it's still gonna you're still gonna get very low exposure yeah I mean there's a lot of reflected, there's reflective things like what he was saying, the stanchions, and you see those vertical yeah. things. I think we could have been a little better with the wall texture. I wish we could have gotten it because um, the oil has sort of seeped out and with the moisture, there's a bit of reflectivity on the walls. And so I think we would have gotten a lot nicer texture if our developing had been on the point. Um, just there, you know, you just see those highlights, the specular highlights. Which what what temperature was your... The the first time it, it the fish tank heater worked better than we expected and got up to twenty degrees, which actually caused more streaking. We should have been. I had said originally, let's do fifteen degrees colder than you normally do, so that way we had time to get the developer all over. Because the problem is, you'll get these streaks. You can see where the developer gets on the paper at first, because it develops there more, and then you see these actual lines from that. So if you use colder developer, it's not as chemically active. So there's time to, for it to touch all the paper before it actually starts reacting with the silver. Um, and so the first time the fish tank heater worked too well, it was 20 degrees and we got tons of streaking. So when we went back in, it was obviously colder because it said overnight it was too cold. But the cool thing was we, we, we heated it up with the fish tank heater, but only to like 50, like a lot less than like we had originally intended. And it worked a lot better. So it was, it was probably just under 15 degrees. Where's the print now? 
right now it's hanging up in my living room. <laughs> um, so Simon sent it to me um, because up where he is, there aren't great places to frame it. And so he emailed it to me and I took it into Toulouse at a good framers and got it framed because we want to protect it. But then it's very expensive to transport that framed. Um, and so we sort of wanted to get to Highlands because a lot of local people are interested in it because there's a lot of local interest in the tanks and the, yeah, just that, that history too. And Invergordon Museum is really interested in it. Um, it's just, you know, does anyone have the scratch to put up to package that and ship it? So, yeah, so right now it's just in my place. How big is it? I mean, it's got a sensor is about as big as the TV. Yeah, I mean, with... The paper is 127 centimeters, and, but, and you see there was a bit of margin that we left. But I mean, you figure with the the mat, the mat is at least one, is probably 130 centimeters wide. You know, so it's a, a maybe over 100 centimeters high, and then plus, you know, fairly thick frame like that. So it's it's big. <laughs> for like a framed yeah. picture yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like it's pretty cool yeah. are you going to print any more from the negative or is it like as a rule are you guys going to take no I so Simon was talking about printing from it big again I was like I would say just leave it alone like we did it like I know we could do it better in our private dark rooms in my garage you know my dark room like I know I could do a better job but that's not the point yeah. because I could do a better job on the negative like I said the temperature went down we could go back in there think about it, process the negative at home, get better everything, you know, but that's not what this was about. So I'm thinking about doing just some like eight by tens of it or something, you know, like a limited run of smaller stuff to sell for way too expensive to try to like money grab some people or something. I'm yeah, sure, but yeah. yeah, so I might do some. That's the way for Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I, I have the neg too. Um, so I'm thinking I'm going to, I might print some like a limited run of yeah. smaller stuff, but I don't think we'll do anything big or. What's the link to Booster then? Why is it being shown? Um. So, uh, Hamish was too lazy to come to Scotland. <laughs> yeah, he was too lazy to come to Scotland for the premiere, and so I was like, "Fine, we can go in your kiln." Um. No. Uh, <laughs> It, it's sort of cool because so early on when we first we first went in those tanks on that first trip I went out there uh, to meet Scott, um, Simon and you saw the footage of we used the drone and we did all this sort of weird stuff and we talked about it on Sunday 16 podcast and two of the hosts of that podcast are here and the video didn't get as much used as we thought and they heard about it and said hey come on the podcast this is sort of ridiculous that you're doing this crazy photography related stuff why doesn't this have more love so they had us on the podcast, and Hamish was like, that sounds really cool. Do you want to write an article for my blog? Right? So, so I wrote an article about, about the tanks, and about the trip, but largely centered on sort of the tanks in this facility and how we got this one shot. Because he was interested, I explained the flash thing that we decided to do sort of last minute. Um, so it was sort of cool. So there's also that nice sort of full circle. That's where this was all sort of born. And then Simon and I sort of talked about going back in. What could we do? This is a cool space. And we got to know the key holder. And he, he saw he crossed that shady line <laughs> that we set up. 
and got to know Simon, who lives locally. And Simon goes in the tanks and helps him all the time. So if people need to go in the tanks now and he can't do it, he gives the keys to Simon. We have a good relationship with him. And uh, so for this project, he gave us the keys for a week. Yeah. So, um, so from that first trip, we got a good relationship. And, but we're thinking about it. But it sort of tied into Sunday 16 podcast, which was featured on it, 35 MMC. So it's sort of cool when... Yeah, he was too lazy to come up to Inverness. Um, but also, he was like, actually, I have a space that would be cool for something like this. And then for me, it was cool because there's a lot of people here I know online through the film photography community that, that I've never met in person. So it's really neat to have met a bunch of people in real life, too. So sort of... Lots of people, lots of people would struggle to get to Inverness. Worcester is significantly easier to get to than in this place. You're all putting all this blame and laziness on me. I guarantee that fuck would also be too. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> Absolved. Have you got any next plans? I mean, I know that uh, you mentioned going to Hawaii to shoot in the lava caves, but I'm guessing that the funding for that's probably not happened yet. But have yeah. you guys got a plan for? We, so we're we're going to release this on demand for streaming uh, on the fifteenth. Is the plan, uh, and then regardless of how it does, I think it shows a proof of concept. What we pulled off, having no crew. I mean, I edited this thing completely. Everything like. I did all post-production, we did all the filming ourselves. Um, so what we pulled off, I think, is pretty good proof of concept, too, for this. And I think it's an interesting concept, because I think people are non-photographers, are interested, everyone's sort of interested in photography now with uh, Instagram, and everyone has a, phone, a camera on their phone, right? So there's this sort of innate interest in image making, I think, now, that exists, which is cool. Right, but everyone's used to, okay, I'm going to take a thousand things in a filter, so it might be nice to go to play to the culture that everyone's interested in image making and going to interesting locations, but they go counterculture with this sort of one-shot idea. So I think we have proof of concept, so I was hoping to maybe um, after the new year maybe run um, uh, some sort of crowdfunding for another one. Uh, because I think if we do some... Uh, digital like print perks or something like whatever we get you know some perks who not overextend ourselves because I've learned that crowdfunding it's easy to overextend yourself I've heard from people uh, with promises and yeah I don't know why I'm looking at you I have no idea um, and deliver you know years um, like, um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Potentially <laughs> delivery. Full of what you But yeah, I mean, so yeah, so so I think it's cool to have proof of concept, and I think this is something that could be done again in interesting locations, and we don't have to be redundant about all the process. But now that we have this, sort of go to interesting locations, try to solve interesting problems to make photos and on location and so. So, so maybe there'll be some sort of Kickstarter, you know, after the new year, but... We're all going to be underground, but there are rules about what the location is. I mean, I guess be. it has to be dark. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be underground. Maybe like Finland in the winter, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> Just do a room, you know, in the Arctic Circle, I don't know. Uh, but Simon with his... You need two tankators. 
Yeah. <laughs> but with his diabetes, he gets cold really easily. Not great circulation. I didn't even think about that. He was suffering, so we might have to do a warm one. We might have to do Hawaii next, just for Simon's sake. And I felt bad for him there. Well, better this summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where it's only light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long, yeah. Yeah. I noticed you had a caption to show that it was translated into French as well. Are you showing it over there as well? Yeah, uh, I have. I'm talking to people. Uh, the plan is to show it in Lyon and maybe in Brittany. Um, uh, there's a couple people in the community. Well, there's a good friend. Of, I know a few film photographers in Lyon. And I'm connected with the, commu- the film photography community there, and there's some people who are interested in it. So currently, it's actually. It, I credited. Uh, but he's currently translating the subtitles into French for me um, so we can do that so we're planning on doing a couple like bigger showings but like I said it'll be released for streaming regardless but it'd be fun to try to get into I think photography communities not necessarily even film photography communities just photography communities around the world to uh, to see if we can do sort of showings like this because I think this is sort of a fun thing um, there's also a um, uh, the guy who runs uh, Photo Classic International, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's translating into German for us right now, which is really cool. And he's talking about maybe finding um, some places in Germany because he's connected to the photo community. Mm-hmm. So the, the, we don't have a budget anymore. Like, we barely covered raw costs. Um, but it's nice to be in this community where people are stepping up and saying, hey, I'll translate it. And so, so I'm hoping that we can show it in a few different places and languages, you know, even if it's not like a money-making thing, but like, a, hey, can, you know, can, I think photo communities and photo groups could benefit from it. Even digital photo groups can see like, hey, look, there's more to photography than, you know, like, um, you know, walking on the street, you know, taking black and white high contrast shots. You can go in a tunnel, take a black and white high contrast shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of walking in tunnels, how long were you walking in the tunnel for? Taking the flashes? Well, uh, the shot, like the shutter was open an hour? Yeah. Because the, um, the flash was overheating. There's a really nice flash with a battery pack, but like it's not meant to really do that many flashes per se. And then it was stopping, and I'd have to wait five minutes, and that's what you hear on the radio. So it was, it took a while. That's also why doing it again is just like not gonna happen. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I think it was overheating. I mean, it was like just above freezing, <coughs> but I think that's what. Do three flashes really quick. A few, st- you know, like all those flashes. So powerful for that. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. Does the ISO feel change with temperature? Uh, no, not that I know of. Like that kind of light reaction. Like I don't think photons are temperature sensitive. <laughs> I mean, that sounds snarky. It wasn't meant to be snarky. Physics. No, I no like no I, no. It's a good question. Um, no, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, I, like because that's more of a reaction to to light the light and silver, and I don't think that 
I've never heard of uh, temperature affecting sensitivity of the silver. So you, I don't know otherwise, but does it not say on your, your film boxes ISO 400 at 20 degrees? No, uh, 20 degrees is a different uh, way of rating the ISO. It's actually it's a logarithmic uh, scale rather than a linear scale. <laughs> yeah, so to my, yeah, degrees is just a different I mean, rating for He could have said whatever he liked. <laughs> yeah, do you only shoot 20 degrees? You're like, it's too cold in here. I want to take photos. I need 400. Someone turn on the heat. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a different. Uh, yeah, just it's just 27, I think it's just a different expression. It's a deal. Yeah, so yeah it's a German scale. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a logarithmic rather than a linear. You'd expect it to do its chemical reaction, so you'd expect it to be affected by temperature, wouldn't you? But yeah, but you're talking Not about a chemical, like a quote chemical reaction of like photons with silver halide, like photon, like light doesn't behave as nicely, uh, like doesn't behave in the same way as other chemicals. Yeah. Particle and the wave. the place up and see if there's a difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just get it really hot and burn some and of that oil. Melt, yeah. Physically melt your film. And see what so I'm guessing there was no smoking in there, right? Yeah, there was no smoking. Yeah. <laughs> it worked on the moon, didn't it? It worked on the moon. Yeah. And that was very hot. And cold. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a possible next. Uh, the moon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 the plan. Yeah, yeah. 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 on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see the moon, that sounds like a great one, one shot. shot. <laughs> oh man, screw that one up, you're one shot. Yeah. Like the one shot just for first year, only getting one way ticket. Yeah, exactly, one shot. Can we come back? No. But. Yeah. Any idea why Simon feels the need to wear dishwasher gloves? Been washing dishes, but not with the chemicals. <laughs> I, don't I, I, do, I, do. I don't call on the danger boys for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be clean. Yeah, yeah. You just clean all that mango off his hands, and that's like needed for really good. It's to protect the dishes. Exactly. It's to protect the dishes. Did you use HP5 for any specific reason, or was that just something that you're familiar to use? I'm, I'm familiar with. I shoot a, a lot of Ilford, um, and I use like the Technol Ultrafin T Plus. The developer is the one I use to push most often. Like, um, Simon uses a bunch of different stuff, but I like I'm really comfortable with that. So he he just sort of deferred to me. So just go with whatever you're comfortable with, and it's a good combo. Um, yeah, so. HP5, like, if you're talking Ilford, like, Delta is way more sensitive to um, changes in development. It's a little finicky. And so if I had those temperature dives, I'm glad I didn't do something like Delta. Because if I had that temperature dive with Delta, we wouldn't have much. I can tell you that, and an expert can tell you that. Like, there's some, uh, some HP5 is, has surprisingly good uh, exposure latitude for black and white. So I was really comfortable with using that. So does T-Match, it's just way more expensive. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might have the round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Okay, so first in the hot beanbag? Beanbag stool. Bean, slow cushion thing is Neil Piper of the Certain Whitewash podcast. You've driven, what is it, four hours you've driven today to be here? Just over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we've just watched uh, Tanky Muck One Shot, or as they've <laughs> rather foolishly renamed it, uh, One Shot Inch and Down. What did you think, dude? It was amazing. That was really amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it um, was great. The fact that, well, one, from like a documentary of the actual place um, point of view, it was amazing to hear like a bit of the history about what it was and what what it did. And the fact that they had this ridiculous idea, I don't think they mind me saying, frankly, a ridiculous mm. idea. And then they did it, and they produced such an amazing print of an amazing image. Yeah. I don't really got any words for it. It was really good. Yeah, they they seem to have taken every opportunity to make life as hard for themselves as they possibly can. It's like, oh well, let's use fiber paper. Let's do yeah. this. Let's on, do that. On a roll in near, you said near freezing conditions where chemicals don't play how they should play. Yeah, there wasn't really much more they could have done to make it more awkward. No, no, but I think that seems to be their kind of raison d'être, doesn't it, for the pair of them? So yeah, it was cracking, really good fun. Yeah. How are you anyway? Are you all? Yeah. I'm good, I'm good, keep it busy. Finished your um, master's degree this year? Yes, I have finished my master's degree, so I can stop Van Dyke printing. Not, that's, you can stop Dick off. Van Dyke from printing, Dick you're Van going to be taking him over now. I can, I can, I'll rephrase it, I can start printing stuff that I really want to print without having to rationalise why I'm doing stuff. Gotcha. So, so what is the future now? Like, so now you've got the degree behind you, what's, because you're, you're already working, doing some lecturing, is that right? Um, I'm... I've got a, a year's contract as a, I think the uh, photography technician yeah. is, what, is what my badge gotcha, says. Yeah. Um, in high school, which is which is good. It's purely digital, but it's showing kids how to use cameras, how to use Photoshop, and I spend a lot of time giving them um, artists, practitioners to look at for inspiration. Yeah. Um, which is really really cool. That's kind of what I'm doing at the moment, and sort of flipping that between making my own personal work. That's kind of really where I'm at at the moment. And what are you working on yourself at the moment? Um, I'm still finishing, I say finishing, still working on my, my railway line project. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a project called Southwater Houser, which was documenting the route of an old, long, torn up, uh, narrow gauge railway line near where I live. So I was shooting that with a pinhole camera and then Van Dyke printing the prints. So. I'm still working on that and just a few other things that I'm sort of hesitant to call projects at the moment because they're more in the sort of reading and research phase but more sort of things about where I'm from my local area yeah and historical things to do it very cool very cool so still doing more Van Dyke printing even though you don't have to at the moment (laughs) I'm not I've actually gone back to my silver gelatin prints got you so a lot of it's more traditional diagram at the moment I'm absolutely not giving up on my Van Dykes or my cyanotypes or your pinhole too Uh, I saw you had a pinhole camera going uh, for most of that film it seemed like Uh, all of it yes all of it one shot and all that that's pretty fantastic well well, yeah one shot with one shot yeah it seems like a perfect way of doing it (laughs) Um, we went we did the photo walk earlier yeah Uh, what 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 did you take out with you today today I well because today as it's still today, isn't it? It's your birthday. It is my birthday, but it's also one two seven day. Ah, yes. So of I had a, a brownie one two seven. Did um, you take many pictures with that? Um, maybe eight, one two or seven. Eight or one two seven. Eight, maybe not eight. I can't remember. Well, you nearly eight finished the roll then. Nearly yeah. finished the roll. Um, and what else? 
Um, just random people walking through. Um, so 127, I have a Kodak Instamatic 126 mm-hmm. that I've been shooting on. Uh, my reality pinhole, which I've been shooting some flash portraits with. Everybody has decided to come. We've picked mm-hmm. a terrible place to sit and do this, haven't we? Like right in the. Oh, you've got to go. You've got to go, Joe. Well, go ahead, one second, uh, Jeremy. Did you enjoy the film? It was good, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, let's face it, from Jeremy North, there is no higher praise indeed, <laughs> gentlemen. Lovely seeing you both. Safe yeah, travels yeah, yeah. back home. Yeah, <laughs> one second. Uh, yeah, I was. Looking, so I, I didn't realise you were recording. Sorry. That's yeah. all right. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'll pause that. I, I'll. Pause. Brief interlude there whilst everybody went past. Um, uh, what was going to be my final question? Oh, I know what it was. Um, it's nearly Christmas, Neil. Oh, what what photography thing do you want for Christmas? What's on your Christmas list this year? You know, you could have prepared me with that during that interlude. <laughs> but, you know, there's gen- there's genuinely not like I've got everything I need. Really? You you there's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's a fantastic thing, but there's no uh, no gas pains. <laughs> I genuinely don't think so. That's fantastic. I mean, if someone wants to just uh, like top up my film or paper supply, that'd be nice. Some of the new, some of the new Ilford paper. Some of the new Ilford. Ilford, paper. Ilford paper. That's a pretty good thing to ask. I'd, I'd really um, you, you, you sent a print through for that competition, didn't you? So I you did. know, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, well, that's wonderful, uh, Neil. It's lovely catching up. Um, where can people find your wonderful podcast? My wonderful podcast <laughs> is uh, Certain Whitewash. Can be found on anywhere where you grab your podcast from. Um, on Instagram, it's uh, Whitewash, or I'm just Neil underscore Piper. Awesome. Thanks right. very much, dude. No worries, pal. Okay, next, bleary-eyed. <laughs> Hi, Graham. <laughs> on the hot bean bag, it is the wonderful John Whitmore. <laughs> He's been sat here <laughs> New father, John Whitmore, who has uh, got, go- I got to meet the gorgeous daughter, Harriet, last night. It's pretty amazing. So well done, John, for being able to stay awake throughout the entire film in I a good, warm, here. dark room. <laughs> <laughs> it helped the fact we were sat on stools, didn't it? Um, you're somebody who does an awful lot of printing. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the film, John? Oh, it's great. Really, like, it's there's a lot of different things going on in it. Like, regards kind of the documentary about the tunnels. I thought that was really interesting, but it's put together really well and engaging, and like builds really well to actually the point where they make the print and lo- lo- full of loads of kind of geeky stuff as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely. I think it's a film that, um, whilst it, I think it's appealing for anybody who's just interested in seeing a story told, but for film photographers, there's just a lot of little nerdy detail yeah. that's been included, isn't there? Yeah, but it's a, it's not just about that, is it? It's not like watching a a technical video on YouTube about how to achieve it. It's like that's there if you want that information. Which yeah, is great. I like yeah, that. it's good. Um, given your experience were there any bits you're watching going oh no why have they done it like that I mean they they do seem to have set out to make life difficult for themselves Uh, no like I I chatted to Dave about this earlier actually when you're looking to do something like I say something like that as if anyone ever thinks of doing anything like that (laughs) um, just something different you've just got to go for it and deal with the crap that comes along to experience it before you know what the problems are going to be in some respects yeah, you can anticipate certain things and try and prepare for them, but you've just got to go for it, which is what they did. It's just a very difficult environment to just go for it. So the fact that they got a good negative and they got a print is phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's, it's probably a little bit of luck in there. Yeah, and and, and the fact that they got they got the, the picture 
Um, and we, we were just in the Q&A afterwards of the recording, which may have been a terrible quality, so you may not have heard that. But um, Dave was saying that the exposure was about an hour of him walking up and down, popping the flash. Mm-hmm. To, to, an exposure of one hour to just make the exposure, then all the trouble that they had to go to to make the print. Um, all of this stuff in very cold conditions, um, with all this was... And at the same time, they are making a movie. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are making the documentary. They are filming it. They're having to be mindful of that. It, it's pretty amazing, really. Oh, it's phenomenal. I, would, I think I would have passed out halfway through <laughs> with what they did. Just like the concentration level, like the physical drainingness. That's not even a way to mm. describe it. Is it? Um, they must have just been exhausted from early into the whole process. So to keep going, maintain that, and actually manage to create something like create a documentary and create the print is phenomenal yeah you know it's yeah it's it's an incredible achievement yeah yeah fair play to them tell me you'll tend to have a go at yourself yeah yeah I'd love to <laughs> but I, 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 like it's, it's just crazy isn't it but like a lot of fun there's like you can kind of see even though they, there were moments where they were a bit frustrated with themselves and with each other because of the environment but it must have been great fun as yeah. well yeah, and that's I think that's very important when you're trying to achieve something like that. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. And I think kind of the the broader message which they were trying to get to of like you can do these things. You know, they're they're pushing at the edges of practical and mm-hmm. you know and the boundaries. But just you know, like this is the things you can do to encourage people to be inspired by. I yeah. think it's I think it's a great message. Um, what are you up to yourself? I said new dad. Um, oh, what am I doing? Um, I can't remember. Doing some workshops at the moment, doing some printing. Um, yeah, usual. I know you see, we've got Mr. Dankspang, Anthony Dankspangle, <laughs> which I think is your surname, <laughs> trying to escape now. Um, you can, can we sit down for a second? So, Anthony, you, uh, previous correspondent, so, because uh, I don't think anybody ever forgets the name Dankspangle. <laughs> I think I wrote you, a, did I write you an email? Yeah, you I absolutely you did. You, I, didn't, I didn't suddenly put the name Dankspangle. Um, yeah, thank you. Also now joined us on the Beanbags. This is a lovely set Because I was pulling here. the door the wrong way and couldn't get out. Yeah, that's the set we've got. Nobody escaped <laughs> until... Really, Randy. I don't think we've actually been introduced. Hello. Um, <laughs> Anthony's my real Anthony. name. Anthony, yes. He's very tired. Um, <laughs> I'm very old. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have our crosses. <laughs> um, what was your take on the film we just watched? Um, I really loved that. I don't know. I was, think, I was mostly pleased because they were faffing about a lot and trying to remember stuff. Mm-hmm. And you think other people know more than you. Yeah. And it's nice to see people who do stuff proper still kind of thinking, right, have I actually opened the shutter? Have I pulled the dark slide out? Which way round is my film? Because I can't remember whether I've wound my pinhole camera on or not. I wind it on every single time. But then every time I pick it up, I go, did I wind it on? I don't know. Yeah. Because I can't remember anything. And a medium format camera, of course. And it's, have I done this? Have I done... I've got three things to remember, probably. So... Yeah. It it, it was... (laughs) It was very real and... It, very it, real. Yeah. There you go. Human, human people yeah. doing stuff that's interesting, but still far better than I could do it, so it was good. It, well, uh, uh, to be fair, I think what they were doing is beyond the scope that any right-thinking people would try and tackle anyway. Um, Probably, <laughs> the, yeah. It, that's, that's why we have people like Simon and Dave um, to deal with those kind of things so that we don't have to, really. So, um, yeah. It, it, did you, have you shot large format yourself before? 
No, no medium formats as big as I've gone. And I, I, I was heading towards large format, I think, until I got a, in fact, my first pinhole camera I got, well, proper pinhole camera, because I've drilled holes in lens caps before, mm -hmm. but body caps. Um, my first pinhole camera is 6x17 medium format. And then kind of on a whim, I got a 35mm one and I haven't used anything else since. I barely touched another camera for the last two months. Got, I've got a little undo 135. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely gone smaller, I think. And I, that maybe it's because I, I think I found myself, first of all, going to film to get the feel of film, obviously, to get kind of atmosphere and, and feeling in it. And then you kind of slip into thinking, right, how can I make my pictures sharper and better? And how can I make them bigger? How can I get more detail? How can I get more dynamic range? And then you kind of think, what am I doing? Because <laughs> I've, got, I've got a Sony, you know, a 50 megapixel Sony thing that will take perfect pictures if I want. Yeah. And I can muck them up if I want to. You know, I can do what I, so why am I striving to make my film photography better? And I've discovered what I actually like are the smaller, rougher, more atmospheric pictures so in fact yeah i've gone smaller and i'd actually like to go smaller so i'd really like an ondu that was like what would be 24 millimeter square yeah and that would just be because i like square format that would yeah. be the ideal so no i haven't gone large format no. you are for you fraser everyone's disappearing off uh, uh fraser okay quick take on the film as I was just speaking to Dave, what an achievement. Can we sit a bit closer? Oh, yeah. Get closer so I don't... It's getting very cosy here now. <laughs> it's been bad it's quite so... warm here, isn't it? <laughs> it's also very warm. It's a stunning achievement, and it's only when you see the film and, and what you've actually gone through to get that shot do you realise the, the magnitude of what's involved. Yeah. All the, the variations, the, the temperature fluctuation, the, the forgetting thing, even things, simple things like forgetting food, something to eat food with. Yeah, you know that must have an impact on it. The sleep, sleep deprivation, just the mental just it's an achievement. And to get something out of it after all that, yeah, it's pretty. So, uh, this is the question I'm asking everybody, seeing as it is three weeks before Christmas. Uh, first of Anthony, uh, what do you want for Christmas? What's been your Christmas photographic want this year? It, it, I mean, you were well, just saying. It. Uh, well, again, I've got a. 35 millimeter pinhole camera that's as basic as it can be and I love it and I'm now struggling to think of it's it's ruined gear envy for the minute <laughs> for the minute I'm for, glad for the minute. It, it'll, 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 it will come back again it will come back again before I got that I was hankering <laughs> I was hankering after a sort of uh, that Hasselblad with the wide angle lens on it so yeah. which is way beyond my dreams anyway so no it's, it's gone now it seems as though it's gone the right way for you then yeah. Uh, Fraser, when we, I think one of the last times we heard from you on Backing Paper, you were saying that you know, you were, you'd seen the light when it comes to gear hoarding and you're clearing out stuff, um, but then speaking to you earlier today, it seems as though that actually, no, you've got, you've got bad gas again. So what are you hoping that Santa brings you this Christmas? Well, I'm waiting for uh, Steve to deliver me a, a nice chroma. He <laughs> left <laughs> Steve waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that and uh, actually just some time to get out with the camera. Yeah. So time off work to actually do something that would be point. good yeah, yeah money to go you somewhere have, to you take pictures all of stuff. the kit in the world but you don't have any time <laughs> what's the point it doesn't get you very oh, far well does that's it? what i want good yeah. time. time john <laughs> sleep <laughs> sleep would be nice uh world peace that'd be nice yeah uh time would be nice probably some hp5 <laughs> <laughs> all of these things all these right. things good and you were saying john i think last year somebody gave me some Family member gave me some HP5 120 because I knew I want it. 
but they'd left it on the radiator while they'd after they'd wrapped it and you're just like <laughs> is asking family for film a really good thing to do i don't think it is so yeah vouchers do i know gwendolyn do vouchers they do do vouchers right, yeah, i can oh, confirm right. they do do vouchers oh, yeah. so there you go that's probably yeah. a pretty good idea <laughs> and you were saying that um you started doing workshops again now kicking that back up yeah i think i might change what i do next year and hold kind of group workshops beginner group workshops but we'll see see how much time I get to gotcha. plan that well hopefully these gentlemen having been very inspired by uh, Tanky McOneshot will be very keen to take up on doing workshops because have either of you guys done printing before? no no? Oh, well at university yeah like a million years ago <laughs> I went to uh, Simon Foster's darkroom the other the other week for the very oh, first time did, very yeah. first time in a, in a darkroom so, yes, I've been there, and I hear there is a bit of a bug. Catching. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> yes. dangerous thing to get into. What are we, two, 2020 next year? 2020, baby. 2020, the year of print. 2020, I'm, the year of print. I'm labelling it now. Yeah, sounds good, sounds good. We'll all be going back into the dark. Yeah. 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 Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. You can, I guess you can go home now, if you can find your way out of the door. Good luck! I can't remember which way the door opens. It was minutes ago. Uh, proving the point that they'll let literally anybody into this job. <laughs> it is uh, one of our favourite people, Paul Mackay. How lovely to see you again, Paul. Hello. I wasn't expecting to see you. I was coming for something else entirely, but <laughs> this looked like a disre- disreputable joint. And sure enough, here you are. Yeah, sat underneath a fake bush. <laughs> so who would have thought that a co-working space uh, with Hamish at the centre would have had so many like vintage cameras as decorations? Have you noticed? Uh, yeah, There's like they... a Super 8 camera in that room and then a 127 mm. and then whatever the hell that is. Yeah, it's a lovely space, isn't it? I'm, I'm assuming that this is, used to be a pottery of some sort. We'll ask Hamish. No, wait, does it say police station? That's oh, like... yes, it's police station. Why did they call it the kiln? Why not the Nick? But did you see the? There's a meeting room at the back that's called Cell One and Cell Two, and it's done up like interrogation rooms. Oh, cool! I think, yeah. Hey, Why are you not doing the interviews in there? Like, <laughs> tell us, tell us everything about film photography. <laughs> Shining a lamp to people. Exactly. Yeah. I, oh God, I didn't think about that. Next time. Next, next time. Um, so you drove all that today. Yep. Uh, just moved house. Mm-hmm. Somehow you managed to, to escape up here today. Whilst I assume your wife was unpacking everything. <laughs> well, I think she's got a friend coming over, and I think they've been drinking prosecco for a couple of hours. So <laughs> all right, okay. uh, it's all fair. When you when you spent the whole year moving, another day doesn't seem as intimidating. But yeah, no, settled now. But um, yeah, I mean, this was in the diary for quite a while, um, and I've wanted to because obviously. Like, this project's been going for a year and a half, was it? First came on? Well, yeah, not, maybe said, not that long. You said yeah. that, because on the film they had some audio clips, um, including a couple of clips in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, None of which I was on. Which noticed that, noticed uh, that. Rachel's on this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, AIDS features on this film, not me. What no. The, um, maybe, not... maybe there's a director's cut, like, long edition that'll be released. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they really ought to be a little upset. Um, but, because I, I asked Dave about this earlier, and he said, oh, I think it's about a year and a half. That podcast date was February Valentine's Day. It was our Valentine's this Day show this year, February nineteenth. Oh, feels like feels like bogus. I think the fact that Dave thinks it's a year and a half really. Yeah, to be fair, he 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 like was it a week they spent down in there? Yeah, that probably extended like the year by six months for them. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, it, like hearing about it on the podcast from that moment, um, it just sounded like ridiculous. I've wanted to see the 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 film. 
Um, like many of us couldn't make it to Inverness, sadly, but mm. an hour and a half uh, is is nothing. And um, and I'm glad I did. It was. I mean, obviously, we'd heard about the project in quite detail, but even still, there's nothing like seeing it. And also, the way that it's it's filmed and done, it's yeah. I mean, if I film something, it does not look. <laughs> no. Like, which we all know. Which we all know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we, so we, it's a piece of statement. I mean, this is the thing. Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. Um, because when they're saying, you know, where are they streaming it? Because I, I already have a list of people who aren't even into film photography necessarily, but who would, I know, enjoy seeing that from yeah. either the history point of view or photography or just seeing crazy people doing interesting things. Yeah. So, no, it's brilliant. Yeah, I was, you were just saying to previous guests, previous guests, that's generous, because <laughs> <laughs> people I might sit down in front of me, um, the, the fact that they were doing all of this difficult stuff in very difficult conditions and making a documentary at the same time, and there's just the two of them. Yeah. And having to keep all that in their head and be concentrating enough on what they're doing because it's everything was critical. Because if they messed yeah. up any step, because every everything was so big, the, the exposure time for that one shot was so big that if they messed that up, they don't get to do it again. It, the paper was so big yeah. that handling it was an incredible... And, like, and so having to think of all of this, but at the same time, think about where are we going to put the camera for this angle? What's the... Like, oof. And also, I didn't realise that where they were developing was so tight. Because when they talked about it, it, I got the impression it was all sort of in the big tank, yeah. lots of space. But then when you look at them and the, and the, um, the paddling tunnel. pools yeah. are like against each wall. Yeah. And again, you don't think, like you're used to printing five by seven or whatever it is, um, small amounts, it's fine, you go from one to one. Their paper's so big, they're worried about the weight of it in the middle sagging or distorting it. Yeah. <laughs> Just another thing that you don't want to be worrying about while underground also like simon's got has type 1 diabetes yeah yeah so they're, they're in a situation where food energy temperature are all not at the level you'd want to control it's just uh it's a feat yeah and then someone forgot the cutlery so they couldn't even eat <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't even eat what was oh, needed <laughs> uh but yeah it was great really great um how are things going at analog wonderland Oh, lovely, thanks. Uh, Christmas rush. <laughs> We've moved in, what, a couple of months, so it's relatively settled, I'd say, relatively settled. Uh, it's given us the space to expand a few products that um, that we've been wanting to for a while, the chemicals and that kind of stuff. But no, it's just been, it's really fun, and it's really nice having a bit of a base, um, being able to, to stockpile a little bit, but just being able to let things breathe a little bit more has been really nice. Um, even personally, like, getting a bit of separation from work and home because uh, the one thing I'm really aware of is I obviously love film photography and always have done and I had several people when I was sort of starting it saying it's dangerous to make your hobby your work because mm-hmm. you might lose the joy of the hobby thing and so what I'm looking forward to partly about <laughs> the whole thing is that is the crushing despair <laughs> that we'll, no is be able to sort of separate maybe some of the bit because it can't help at some point starting to feel a bit worky when you're mm. doing taxes and when you're doing accounting things mm-hmm. Being able to separate that now away from home um, means that I've been shooting a lot more in the last two weeks than I have done for a while. I mean, helped as well by the fact I'm not hopefully <laughs> not going to move house anymore, which I've done three or four times this year. Yeah, um, I'll actually know where my films and cameras are, which will be amazing. Um, so no, it's it's really fun. It's been a a mental year, um, and hopefully next year will be quite a bit more settled. But I just, I'm honestly, I just feel very fortunate to be where I am where we are um coming to the end of a of a, a year that really has been more successful than we'd I think dared to hope at the start 
um, and then sort of getting ready to start planning for for next year and what comes after Christmas and that. Um, and when does this go out? Thursday. Thursday. It's going to be a big December. We sit here now Monday. There's we sit here now on we Monday. We sit here now oh, on I mean, Monday. It's not Monday, but it's Saturday. What day is it Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> we sit here now on Saturday. Scratch that. <laughs> I always get confused with the podcast times. Where are we? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Exactly. <laughs> because you build everything around. Like, we're, we're talking to a microphone. It must be Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there's a lot. So it's come in December, which, which is brilliant after, after, I think, some of the recent years. Um, and then even now, it, nothing's concrete, but already the way that people are talking, the way that people are planning, you can just feel there's a lot more confidence um, on the innovation that's coming, on, on ideas of marketing yeah. that's coming, which is just, it's lovely. So it's a good it's a good place to be, exactly. Yeah. So I'm but looking forward to that last postal date, in a way, yeah. <laughs> because it's it's been a bit of a, a stint. That's, but, um, actually, that's a really good question. Obviously, because I'm about to ask it, therefore I only ask good ones. Oh, no, um, I should have looked this up. Yeah, because what's the question I'm about to ask you, Paul? When's the last postal date? When's the last postal date that people can order from you, both uh, in this country? Hand. You're not going, sit down. Oh, all right, he's coming back. Yeah, nice. he's coming back, definitely. <laughs> you, you'll be back in a minute, will you? No. You, you, oh, yeah, right, then sit the... No, Alex, I'm not talking into your... Okay, well, uh, Alex, you just have to answer one question. Alex Purcell has come here. One question everybody has to ask before they go. Uh, what photographic thing are you hoping for for Christmas? Um, time to take photos would be nice. <laughs> He's the second person to say that. But also, you've already asked for an early Christmas present, didn't you? And what was that? Oh, no, you didn't. That was um, that your canon. Sorry, your canon piece. So, uh, have you not asked uh, for anything photographic yeah, for yeah. Christmas? Yeah, I, I've. Um, it's a uh, 51.4. Which I'm testing today. Yeah, yeah. He's got his Christmas present early, so time and also a really nice thing. <laughs> Alex, lovely to see you, dude. Right, excellent. Take yeah. care. And, um, see you. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to really revise for a question that many. No. <laughs> so last dates for Christmas post. Last dates for Christmas post. So I'm looking it up as we speak. I will release something a bit more official on the website when we get closer. But it looks like for normal orders Wednesday the 18th, for premium Thursday the 19th of December got you and I reserve the right to change those when I've actually done a bit more research and plan okay and uh, from my own experience mm. looking at it, if <coughs> we're talking about um, uh, overseas posting that's I think the ninth ninth it depends because if it's Australia or New Zealand technically the dates have passed um, don't say that I haven't posted my secrets and <laughs> then it's I, absolutely the ninth, fine it's Monday it's the night absolutely I fine <laughs> Well, no, they, they, they say official dates and then that they guarantee, but then realistically it's a while. So if, if you're overseas, I'll do it in the next week. Yeah, um, I'll get on it. Yeah, but the UK has, has plenty of time. And as I say, I think you will possibly be glad of that time. Yeah, sounds like, sounds like. Um, uh, okay, seeing as I just asked this question and Dolly, I'll let you on. One mm. last question for What are you hoping for for Christmas, Paul? Is there anything that you're kind of like photographically excited about? Yeah, I think... Um, as I was saying, like this year has obviously been a bit mental, and I've I've got a lot of uh, films and cameras and projects sort of that I want to be able to focus on next year. The one thing I was talking to Aid about earlier, I had um, uh, uh, an Instax mini camera mm-hmm. for a couple of years um, that I just loved. Like used basically when it's tough to take uh, you know n- normal film photos, I'd move to it. Like um, you know late night something with a flash or just quick snapshots or family and that where sometimes you might be tempted to grab your phone. That's what I used for a good two or three years. 
Um, and it died on me last year. And I, I realised, talking to Aid, who was waxing lyrical about the intersect square, that I haven't replaced it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> based on what Aid has been selling to me, uh, in a nice reversal of animal roles, um, uh, I'm now going to say a Lomo uh, Instax Square. Cool. Apparently it will fold into my pocket and take better photos. That's the pitch I got, and I'm, I'm sticking by it. As long as you have big pockets. <laughs> exactly, that was the thing. By pockets you meant rucksack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I better drive. Lovely, Paul. Thank you so much. so much. Hopefully see you again soon, dude. Cheers. Hang on, let me stop that. Oh, Duncan, take a seat on the... I still haven't really quite... Because I keep calling them beanbags, but they're not really beanbags. They're bean kind bags. of beanbags, aren't they? They're kind of... Well, have they got beans? I'm not reaching for your nuts. That's just... No. I'm trying to squash them. Not your yeah, nuts. They're, they're a lovely Hessian affair. It's very nice. It's, it all feels very... Um, Contemporary, doesn't it? As one would expect from a lovely working space. Yes, very nice colour scheme. It's very nice. <laughs> and there's Christmas trees, fake Christmas presents, which I always hate because, I don't know, it just feels like a sad lie. <laughs> Unless what you were really hoping for would be an empty cardboard box. Well, In which case, yeah. Perfect gift. I mean, I've got quite a lot of empty cardboard boxes that I keep, you know, with, with the thoughts, one day that'll be a pinhole camera. So I guess <laughs> you can look at it like that. Yeah. Uh, Duncan Gammon, mm. how are you, mate? I'm all right, thanks. How has Silver Pan Labs been? Because you're now getting to the end of your first year. So when was it? It was back in May time? Yeah, it? I think I went um, full time with it in May. Uh, it's been up and running about 18 months. Um, I was doing it kind of part time before. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's been a real eye opener. Eye opening. Eye opener. Um, and it's been it's been really good. Yeah, I've had I'm, I've been amazed the kind of response from film community and how it's taken off really from starting up from nothing, you know, and just through spreading the word through podcasts like yourself and you know the the scene on Twitter and Instagram, and people have just picked up on it and been very generous and. Uh, sent me lots and lots and lots of film that's fantastic very, it's really great for. to hear we've been chatting about this earlier today yeah. and you were saying how you, you've also got hold of now this you're going to have to remind me what the name of this amazing scanning device you've got is oh the, Has- the Hasselblad uh, X5 which so, sounds like a starship it me. does it looks like a starship <laughs> as well um, but yeah it was so before I was using like a, a previous incarnation um, of it from about 20 years ago mm-hmm. like an Imacon scanner um, but um, yeah, j- just previous to May, I'd heard that they were about to stop making them for good. Mm-hmm. And as with a lot of um, lab equipment and professional kind of lab equipment, um, a lot of it is based on designs from the 80s and, and before. Um, and no one's making one of the issues with, with that labs have is there's not new equipment or new designs particularly being being made. And this Hasselblad scanner was like it's the state of state of the art um, thing, the, the closest other than a drum scan that you can get in resolution. And so I heard heard they were um, they were stopping production. So I just thought, right, I've got to get one of the last ones. Um, this is your only chance really to get them because they d- they didn't make many of them, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but it's a fantastic resolution. You can see every you know it will it will scan to every single grain you can see on on the full res of that you know good enough for a2 20 by 30 inch prints uh from us from a 35 mil neg you know, wow really high quality so that's great yeah so yeah and this this obviously this is just something that you offer 
as part as part of your business workflow that people get, get stuff developed or, or even if they haven't got stuff developed by you can they can just send eggs in and they go can send eggs i in. want a really high quality scan oh yeah absolutely and, and and that's quite a bit of my workload at the moment people sending in their precious negatives um that they they want archived you know yeah and so so i'll do that with that um yeah so it's it's really good I, I think at the time you know there's two ways i could have gone i could have gone for the, this Hasselblad scanner or gone for the other um the other kind of option also which has been stopped make made actually is like the frontiers or the naritsus mm -hmm. that like the bigger mini labs use and they have the edge on speed you know you can chuck through um, a 35 mil through one of those beasts and it will you know four minutes later it's all done and dusted you know this takes much longer you know it'll, it'll take me 30 minutes 40 like three quarters of an hour to get a to get a full um, 36 yeah film scanned but i think that i, I just wanted to differentiate um what i'm doing from other labs i suppose because the price of them are is astronomical yeah um so it's out of reach of, of virtually most people yeah yeah it's not something that no nobody who's doing home scanning is, is gonna is go gonna and get. buy one of those yeah no, no. so no, you, you, know. you told me big, how much that had cost I, and big, i was like oh, big, oh. big huge long <laughs> business loan you know for you know yeah kind well, of thing but um well, yeah it's good it's good for people to know you know yeah if, if maybe you're finding you if you want to get if you've got a picture you're particularly happy with and you want next level scanning. Thank you, man. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Digging, thanks, thanks, yeah. Silver um, We've just watched uh, a tanky book one shot. Yeah. <laughs> one shot and some down. Um, had you, obviously you've been following the saga long, as we all, what did you yes. think of the film? Oh, it was fantastic. It was, uh, I was just, uh, it's right up my street, obviously, and it's just, I can't believe what they went through to get that one picture, yeah. you know. I, I think I was, I was saying earlier, the, um, the thing that made me cringe was them going through those tiny little tunnels on a oh. shoot. I'm really claustrophobic. That that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah, so being pushed through there yeah. on, on a shovel, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it, so for people who haven't yet seen this, and, hope, uh, and it, they will be making it available to, I think the initial plan is to make it available to buy through like... Um, Amazon, Amazon and Vimeo. And Vimeo, there you was. go. So it will be available soon. And it's fantastic. But yes, you, you basically, to get into the tanks, you have to lie down on this very narrow tray and be go through a torpedo-like tube. Yes. That, it's not great. No. No, thank you. In the dark. In the dark. Uh, in, yes, a, a gigantic tunnel made for storing oil, which probably still does contain oil. Massive <laughs> amounts of oil, yes. Do I can't not... imagine what it smelt like in there. Oil, yeah. my guess. Oil, probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the way that they were developing film and making prints, probably not the way you're going to be doing it at home. And it's exactly like I do, actually. Well, you're using yeah. urine as a stop bath. Oh yeah, yeah, in, in, <laughs> yeah. In the in the dark, just in big paddling pools. That's that's all labs do it that way. <laughs> yeah, bless them, bless them for being out there doing it. Um, the question I'm asking everybody this evening, as yep. it's getting close to Christmas, what is on your Christmas list this year? What have you? What photographic thing? Have you asked for, or you, would you like for Christmas this year? I mean, let's face it, none of us are going to get what we want because it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but what, you know, if you could, if, if Santa Claus was listening. Well, it's quite, it sounds quite boring, but from carrying the cameras around all day today, I realised I need a really nice strap and a decent camera bag. Oh, boring, but it's absolutely vital, really. When, you, when you're when you lugging these cameras around, you don't realise how much they dig into your shoulders and... yeah. I've just 
got stuff that I bought from car boot sales. I think treat, <laughs> someone yeah. can treat me to a proper one. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. You, you, um, I saw you today. You turned up. You caught, you, you're, you're going full Yoshika today. So I you've was, got yeah. Your Yoshika 35 GSN, is it? Yeah, Electro 35. Electro 35, yeah. which is a really lovely rangefinder. And um, your Yoshika mat, yeah. uh, which is great. But uh, on your um, Electro, you got one of those cool old-fashioned straps. And I looked at it. Oh, that's like the one I had at the photo show, which made my neck so sore. I mean, that's comfy, that one. Oh, you're right. Mine was, mine was ruined. It's the thin ones that are terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a pretty good thing to want for Christmas. There you go. It seems like a Not too expensive. Yeah. Uh, just, just make your family listen to this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Duncan, thank you so much That's for right, swinging by at the beanbag, and no um, hopefully, we'll see you again very soon. See you soon. Uh, joining me now on the beanbag uh, is Matt Parry. Now, this is this is always confuses me, and I think one of you should change the name. I don't mind who. <laughs> not Matt Parry from Milford. Matt Parry from well, just Matt Parry from being Matt Parry. Matt, welcome to the show. You've not ever joined us before. Uh, it's the first time we've actually met, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. I think I met Aid a while back, but oh, wow. uh, first time we've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how have you enjoyed the day today? We've had the photo walk. We've had the film showing. It's been a fun day, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been brilliant. I've uh, I think I hardly shot anything when I was out there, but you know, meeting people and things. It's actually, I think a ton of people here that I, I either know online or I've, I've I've sort of heard about online or, or you guys. And yeah, then, uh, it's nice to meet them. And the the showing of the the actual film is is you know is something special. Yeah, it's, uh, seeing that massive print in that gigantic tunnel and things. It's a yeah. It's a real special thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the uh, disappointment seems like an unkind word, but the one thing I would have really loved to is yeah. would have been to have been able to see that print. Yeah. Um, because I you know you can't. It just looks like something you want to be stood in front of to really appreciate it. Yeah, you sort of get a bit of it, don't you, at the end, where it's sort of zooming out and you see the whole print. Yeah. It's the first time you sort of see it as a whole, but yeah, it would be nice to see it. So, yeah. you know, maybe if you pay Dave a few pounds, you'll bring it on over. Yeah, yeah, it seems like quite a few pounds. Yeah, like moving that thing has become bit. something of an issue. Yeah. Um, I, I, just before we came and sat down, mm. I learned uh, that you've brought with you today one of the cameras you bought is a homemade uh, camera you built out of Lego. Uh, uh, yeah. which, which was reassuring for me to see because uh, I was talking to a, a random passerby earlier and said, oh I love seeing all the different cameras you've got including that Lego camera someone's shooting with and I did think you're crazy, <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> but no somebody in our group did have a Lego camera and that was you so what? what is this just the thing you built on a whim? Uh, it was uh, I'm actually sort of ongoing doing a, a bit of a post that I'll, I'll post on Emulsive at some point but I it was making stuff with my son ages ago and thought I'll make a camera that'll be fun it was a mess so I thought I'll just keep rebuilding it and eventually got to what I wanted which is about a six by twelve pinhole um, and it, it works I've got images that are six by twelve with tiny light leaks and stuff mm -hmm. but it's you know it's all lego there's a metal bit with a pinhole tiny bit of tape and that's that's it that's fantastic Works. works. <laughs> I think. I think it will now be at the point where it works perfectly. But I, I snapped a bit today. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Lego. <laughs> we have to make better pieces. There's probably a reason why Lego is not one of the main construction materials mm. used in the um, real world. Well, I might have to feed back to them that they clearly haven't thought <laughs> thought, thought through this aspect or this use of their Lego. But you know, is experimental photography something you're quite into in general? Um, I, I could put it that way. I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very good at making mistakes. Um, See, I, I love this because you, you got in touch with me recently. Said in the past, you have to correct me if I'm but you've already made one zine that's basically built around the theme of here's things I've screwed up, but yeah. actually are quite fun in their own way. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, actually, when I made it, I wanted to just make a copy for me. I thought, this will be funny. Yeah. I'll make one of these. And then uh, it was on, I can't remember, it might have been on Blurb. And it looked like it was about 25 copies minimum. Mm -hmm. So I had to get 25 copies. And then I, I thought, does anyone want one? And I, I managed to sell all 25. I, I'm sure a lot of people would have been met, let down by how rubbish it is. I don't know. I saw but some of the pictures you sent me. They look fantastic. They were the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were the good ones. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of proud of my mistakes. Yeah. Well, I think one of the joys of this hobby is that... Um, Failure doesn't automatically... Failure mm. to achieve what you wanted doesn't mean you don't get anything a lot. I mean, sometimes it does. Sometimes mm, failure mm. means, oh, this is just garbage. I mean, most of the time. But sometimes you yeah. look at a roll of film and go, I do not know what went wrong there. Mm. But wow, that's something. Yeah, that, that, and that, that is really what it was about. It's sort of a most of the time on these mess ups, it probably came out more interesting than the actual image I planned. Yeah. Um, there's a set about Stonehenge and, and Red Scale and it went completely wrong. There's random colors and blotchiness, but it looks better. Yeah. It looks better for it. And a Zorky that wouldn't properly wind forward. So the, uh, I think you had a similar sort of thing where it's sort of staggered, messed up panorama. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow there's interesting images in that panorama yeah. that, you know, if I'd taken those normal standard 35 mil shots, they would have been boring, but that yeah. was, yeah, so I'm going to say I'm very creative, or I just am quite good at making mistakes. Yeah. And this is, you're, you're working on a second one of these at the moment? Uh, yes, I am at the moment. Um, as you, as busy you know, making mistakes. Yeah, busy making mistakes, <laughs> trying to get some other people to contribute some mistakes to. Fortunately, we know people. Uh, I know yeah. people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Dave and I have been reaching out to some people. So um, yeah, we, we know you're good at making mistakes too. Uh, yeah, How yeah, would you I'm like to real pro at cocking things up. Yeah. What's remarkable is some people obviously just don't make mistakes. <laughs> They've struggled to find I, I, things. I, and those, that's how you know that those are alien body snatches. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. They're, uh, they're not human in the nicest way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was um, Anthony who was on a little while ago was saying that one of the things he particularly enjoyed about the film was seeing um, Dave and Cy going through the process and having, you know, having to really think, okay, have we done this? Mm. Have we done that? Because especially when you've got so many other distractions going on, it's so easy for a mistake to creep in. Yeah. And when the consequences for that are, oh, we've just, we've wasted a day, this entire yeah. project is now off because we can't gain that back. It's, um, yeah. but yeah, it's not quite so bad when it's 35 mil and no, you're just no, spoofing through the film at a rate of knots. Yeah, exactly. And they, I mean, they were working in what? Very, very low temperatures, weren't they as well? It was yeah. just, it was impossible for it to all go right unless they thought things through completely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it's sort of miraculous that they actually got something that was good at yeah. the end, rather than just you know that's okay. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah, especially um, with because the, they made the first print there were problems. They came to make the second one. It's like uh, as it said on the thing, they didn't because of time and energy. They didn't make mm. a second test strip. They didn't do all the things that you would do if you were up this print. Ah, based on that first one, we think it's going to be about this exposure <laughs> length. But okay, let's go for it. It's like, that shouldn't work. No. You shouldn't get an amazing print from that. But when you're half asleep. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, um, the question I'm asking everybody, because mm -hmm. uh, it's nearly Christmas, what photographic thing would you like for Christmas this year? Uh, I was sort of tempted by one of those weird cardboard lamography cameras that just come out with the the, the liquid in the in the lens. Are they made of cardboard? I don't. Know. I, yeah, yeah, oh, or, okay. or or like a thick cardboard that you so construct like, yourself. Oh, oh yes, because they're yeah. called. They're not called the lobotomy. <laughs> the lomomat. 
Lomo Matt, that sounds round. Uh, right. I think have, yeah. have nearly come out recently. I think yeah. the re- most recent news was um, not quite this year, sadly. They've, they've uh, yeah. bizarrely, um, well, maybe that's not the right word, but mm. uh, the Lomo Matt has been delayed, I think, until January, just because they haven't managed to get out. But yeah. the Metropolis, which was due to come out in January, is already here, it? which yeah, is fantastic. Out, yeah. um, so that's but I love the fact that they've made a cardboard, which is one of the integral features is you add liquid to it and it's made out of yeah, cardboard. nothing could go wrong. Nothing, nothing could, could go, go wrong. I can see this camera featuring yeah. largely in Maybe the future. Putting flammable liquid in it, even nothing yeah. could possibly go wrong. Yeah, so yeah. quite tempted by one of those then. Sort of, just in a in a fun way, but um, really the ortho film, which I've got some of, yeah, and I, I managed to put in my Lego camera when I broke it today, so I probably won't be able to oh, see no. that. But I'm I'm quite excited to see more of that yeah more results from that and things so yeah yeah you, have you got any um, have you shot any of that yet no just the role that was in that role. i've got two more roles so yeah. that one's going to be only half exposed and I'll, I'll probably put them in a more normal camera to, to try seems the other like two, a you know, good idea to get an idea yeah. and do you what, what are you hoping to shoot with them what's um i don't know nothing really planned i'll probably put it in my other pinhole camera <laughs> because <laughs> I want to see how it yeah. works it's, it's, got, it's really good for reciprocity oh really it's, it's one that. of their best ones it's um, yeah maybe around what FP4 is but okay, maybe cool. slightly better yeah so yeah it'll be good to see how it works and how it comes oh, out that seems like a pretty reasonable Christmas list yeah. if Santa doesn't deliver on that I think yeah. that would be sad yeah. <laughs> it would be, be a sad thing Matt. Matt thank you very much you're welcome yeah, now I'm a professional broadcaster. It, 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 it's such a joy to work with professionals. <laughs> and ironically, out of the four of us, I'm the only one that's not drinking whiskey, so something's seen wrong there. So, um, perfect way to wrap up this evening with, obviously, AIDS back again. Yes, although I have had several whiskeys since we last spoke. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that'll be fine. Uh, hey, Mish Gill, who has been hosting this entire wonderful event, Yes, the, I have. Not even <laughs> help. Oh, God. Great. Well, yeah, I you said know. yes, I have. Yes, I have. And, of course, the man of the evening, uh, Dave. Dave, how's it been? It's been great. Everyone's awesome. It was nice meeting uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel that the showing went? I think it went well. It seemed like people enjoyed it. There were good questions. You can tell by the questions people sort of enjoyed it. Like, you can tell then. Like, it, they weren't questions like... You did a crappy job explaining junk, but more like, uh, <laughs> oh, this is sort of interesting junk. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. I think, <clears throat> I think, I mean, you, have you, you know, obviously you had seen the film before. Had you seen no, the film I, had, I hadn't even seen the tra- trailer, actually. I, I, had, I deliberately avoided watching the trailer because I knew I was coming to see the whole thing. <laughs> you don't trust so, me. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to experience the whole thing fresh, you know. And, and no, I thought, I thought it was brilliant. I, it came across like, a fantastic story. Fantastic story. What about you? Because I'm guessing you've seen, like, rough cuts along yeah, the way. so I saw, I, when was it? About few months a good few, few months, months ago, ago yeah. so i saw a, a a very early version that i watched on my iphone in sort of 10 minute chunks whilst mm. doing the washing up in the <laughs> evenings it's the, it's the optimal way of watching that movie it is it is advertised as a washing up film like yes. it, fe- it features washing up <laughs> yes it does feature washing up actually there's a good um, i don't think the version i watched even had the washing up bit in it actually spoiler, spoiler alert yeah there's some washing up in the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I saw a bit, but I, I, I didn't, I've, although I have had opportunities to watch various newer versions, I've kind of had the same as I, I wanted to get the, the hit, the whole fruit. And it, it, I mean, I, I was, because I really liked the very original version and they were talking about doing stuff to it. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if you should. I like what you've done. Yeah. But what they've done is made it a, a lot better 
better the kind of backstory stuff and the kind of the bit because what all the bits about um dave's family and simon's past and all the stuff yeah some dark dark part yeah <laughs> um all of that stuff wasn't really featured and we kind of we did talk about that maybe that should be in there i think didn't we but, yeah um, i think i'd mentioned that i was thinking of adding it just yeah but there was so much there was so much weight to that i think yeah yeah, yeah was, it yeah, was good definitely definitely, it was definitely worth it um so yeah I, I thought it was brilliant yeah really 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 impressed and really pleased that we had the, sh- the sort of pe- the, the showing of people that we did and not only it was great that we had the f- film photography community here but it, it absolutely made my day that we had the guy and his family who has got scottish connections is aware of the area and he'd just come in with his family he spotted it I think his mother-in-law had spotted it oh, right. on uh, on Meetup locally, and so had come in to watch it. That's and great. the 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 um, the the chap and his wife from Manchester, who'd seen something on BBC Scotland and on the on the internet, I think it was, and then looked it up on the website, found that the showing was here, and they've come down to Worcester for the weekend in their camper van, and especially to come and see it here. I was like, oh man, that's that's fantastic and they're not I mean he's a photographer like hobbyist kind of not film photographer he, he said to me his parting words were, well, I'm going to get all my old cameras out like, that's beautiful that is a beautiful <laughs> uh, thing yeah, you is, know yeah. I mean because that's like, a large part of the reason apart from the fact that you the pair of you clearly just live for a difficult life but, <laughs> yeah. like, as my wife <laughs> explains in the film yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, like, part of the, you're raison d'etre um, uh, as I like to keep saying cause yeah. it's, uh, that's my beautifully pronounced French as I'm yeah. sure you'll agree um, is you kind of wanted to inspire people That's you wanted to say look this is, this is the stuff that you can do with this and yeah. so to see people having that kind of takeaway must be pretty gratifying yeah that was that was that's Actually, really neat. Um, at the premiere, the first showing we did, there were a couple people who actually said they were feeling stagnant in photography and they're getting really excited about doing some more stuff. Who said that to me? And you're like, okay, this is this is cool because this is this is the point. And even though we're doing film photography and sort of obviously <laughs> making things really difficult and weird, you know, the point isn't like go out and even pull out old cameras, but like do something interesting with photography. If it's your phone, if it's a disposable camera, if it's like, you know, the the digital reflex that you've had for 10 years and you think it's not enough pixels. You know, the, the point is you can do stuff. And so when, yeah, when people get excited about it, um, I guess you sort of win. <laughs> it's, if, you, if you make something that inspires someone to do any kind of like change in their life, then that's a huge impact, especially in this day and age. It's yeah. almost impossible, right? So Yeah. Hey, you got a good round of applause at the end of the showing as well. It so. wasn't a slow clap. We were furious. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, no, it was a genuinely warm, heartfelt, proper round of applause. It was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's, it's a fantastic project. I hope one day I get to see the real print, even if I have to travel somewhere crazy to do that. Visit, you're welcome to stay at my place. You can come with the family, because I'm also a, a bleeding heart. I mean, it might be crammed, but you guys are willing to come. And, and it might be crammed. You've got three floors of a nunnery. We haven't moved to the nunnery yet. We're gonna, when we're in the nunnery, yeah, we're going to have the annual Believe in Film or Shoot Film Be Nice we'll, party. We'll come to the we'll come to the housewarming then, yeah. And yeah. I can see the print there. I'd, I'd be looking forward to it. But no, I, I, you know, seeing it completely fresh. I mean, being aware of the project, um, I, 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 do you know, I felt privileged to have been a little bit of it. 
Uh, I was very, I was very cramped. And, and, no, no, I didn't mean in it. I meant to have been a part of it. I've spoken to you before it and, and, you know, and stuff like that. Um, I did feel a little bit guilty. I felt like I should have um, contributed more to the crowdfunding stage. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, great, great piece of work, great project uh, and, and a great outcome. Well done. I think the nice thing is that um, different people are going to take different things away from it. I think people from our very close-knit little part of the community are going to take one thing away because it is, um, it's, you've, made a, you've gone out of your way to make it inclusive of everybody who's been involved it was great Rachel was on there it was fantastic to see and, and, but not just you have Rachel doing a part of the film you shared photos of Rachel um, and included who the photographers were photos by Rachel saying with your work so, so there were great pictures within it um, you know you, you had you had excerpts from the Sunny 16 podcast on there where you guys were talking Aid was on there Aid. Rachel was on there I wasn't on there this, in- is, this is some grade A bullshit going on here <laughs> Hamish wasn't on there I mean we're at your house basically Hamish you weren't on there what the hell's going on here I think here? I was in the credits well yeah but that's not it's the same a little same. bit of a special thanks that's good enough for me he was in the credits yeah, not, in the credits it's not good enough and I think I was only named as 35 MC and I'm satisfied <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah yeah I wasn't going to put your name in there I'm a prima donna you should know this by now so um, but no it was great I think we do the, the fact that um, the, the fact that everybody's getting something different one of the comments I got earlier from um, one of the guys we were chatting to said that what they enjoyed about it was just seeing you doing photography and it not being this smooth, polished, edited, oh, da 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 like, oh no, this is awkward and having to think about things and go through the process and it, it made it a real thing for people who might have never done large format photography before. It's like even just that as- aspect of it is... It's a very real film. It's embarrassing editing it because I edited it. Mm. And so when you're like, there's some things I hate to hear in it, like when I'm... Because obviously I'm tired and now I'm making excuses for my stupidity. Um, but, you know, I'm like talking about the print. I'm like, oh, what, what's going on? It's not developing right. Oh, I think we have vignetting. Like, you know, like I'm not realizing mm. things. And like, obviously that's what's happening. And I feel like I should have just known right away. This is. And and so when editing it, there's that real temptation to like make yourself seem way smarter and sharper than you are. But I'm like, no, this is what happened. Like. <laughs> I genuinely think, and because and, and, I mean, without wanting to unnecessarily promote promote my YouTube channel, the stuff that I've put out on YouTube recently, I've had such a positive response to because, frankly, it's a bit shit. <laughs> like, you heard it here first, folks. But but there's conversations. It's a Gerald Ratner moment. Is <laughs> it right? <laughs> the conversations I've I had I had with the one conversation I had with Ash um, Carr on there. In a car park. In a car park, and then walking down a path by a river. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about stuff that, like, it's just it's just real stuff, and it's not, you know, and there's a bit, you see, it, the, 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 the sort of, there's a whole string of narrative throughout this vi- one video mm. where I can't use my camera, I can't work out how to use my camera, <laughs> and right at the end, I'm like, oh, God, I'm such an idiot, I don't know what I'm doing. And people respond positively <laughs> to that because so much of the internet is filled with this is how you do this and have five, yourself, five tips yeah. to be a better photographer and the three best ways to do this and all that shit is shit. Like People don't <laughs> respond to that because it's not real. People respond to real and that's the great thing about this film I think is that everything that happens in it feels 
you know, it feels real. It's two blokes doing something for very real reasons that mean something very strongly to them. Yeah. In a very real way, and it comes across. So I think that's. I think that's the. Can you, just for the, for the benefit of myself, maybe these other gents. For talk about the very real reason you did things. Why? Why did you feel the need to use urine as a stop bath? <laughs> in hindsight, like. In hindsight, oh, this is already like, going to be. Good. I mean, in hindsight, like there is no reason to stop it because, <laughs> at all. Did you just want to piss in the bucket? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were really tired at that point. You're getting loopy, and I, you see a brief shot where I'm tapping a bottle of wine, and suddenly the bottle of wine's gone. Like, clearly, you know, we had been in these, like, the temperature was just above freezing for, at that point, I think it had been at least 12 hours or longer, just above freezing, doing all this thing. We're just tired, obviously. It's very physical. It's very cold. And you're just like, we need stop. And I'm like, and I had thought about this once, like joked about it on Twitter. Like, I think pee is generally acidic. So like, you just want an acid. So in like a pinch, like I joked on Twitter, like, oh, you could stop with your pee. And it's a true artist, you know, like joking, like Artie Bollock's crap. You know, like, oh, a true artist would stop with his pee. And so it was sort of, it's been in my mind for a couple of years. And so then we didn't have it. And I sort of said that. And then we ended up stopping with our pee. So... <laughs> Um, and then, what? Yeah, but then I looked it up later, and it doesn't turn out that pee's always acidic. <laughs> so it was just for no reason we put our negative in pee. <laughs> this is all, folks. So this if you want real to life, David, just not knowing what he's talking about, you got it here. That, that's the kind of authenticity that marks you out as a real artist. That is, <laughs> what kind of artist? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. <laughs> just submerges things in pee for a false reason <laughs> so Hamish we're here in the, your fantastic uh, co-work space the kiln how long has this been going for now uh, since August August it's a so. lovely space you've got here really cool. yeah. so yeah, um, for anybody who sort of lives locally this is basically somewhere people can come and pay a subscription and then use it as a working space kind of whenever they want to is that pretty much it yeah so it's a, it's a, essentially a, a membership organization you come in and you pay a monthly fee that varies from 25 pounds to 200 pound and then you get sort of you get to use the space for an, an amount of hours based on the amount that you pay but the the i've been waffling on about this a lot this evening it's it's not just about you know in in theory it's just desk good internet nice coffee and slightly too warm um <laughs> but actually more than that it's about the community yeah. and since we've set up the one thing the one thing that we're really satisfied in in terms of our achievement is not necessarily the space but it's the community that we've sort of managed to create so yeah it's very proud of what it looks like and all that sort yeah, of stuff that you'll see awesome. it but is an awesome the, space the, definitely the stuff that you that you can't see being here of, a, of an evening is is how nice it is to work in in the daytime it's it's a it's a really nice place to work it's you know you know i work with people that there's a couple of guys that work for they run a recruitment company and god i wouldn't have thought i would ever get on with people who work for and they're great blokes great pair of blokes we have you know there's a good there's a really good atmosphere and everybody just gets on with each other um it's like going to it's it's like you know, I have lots of jobs and I do lots of different things in my in my working day, but coming here is is always yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we can wrap up and stumble. Glad I have one question which I've been forcing upon everybody this evening, and I'm now going to force upon you three. Uh, mm -hmm. Starting with you, Ed, on my left. Um, 
Age, what photographic thing have you asked for for Christmas this year? Or do you, what would you like for Christmas this year? Is there anything photographic you thought, that'd be nice? Must be some light or some dumb bag. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, you can never have too many lights or bags. <laughs> uh, but uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, well, you know, the thing that I have been thinking to treat myself to uh, this Christmas, uh, as I've probably said before on the podcast, um, often uh, I rent a lens or something as a Christmas treat because you can get uh, you know sort of uh, two weeks nearly of, of rental of a lens for the equivalent of about one or two days because the the rental company shut down over Christmas. So I think my Christmas treat this year is there's a couple of lenses, yeah, same focal length but different lenses that I think I might rent and compare and contrast and maybe if it goes well maybe buy one for myself in the new year we'll see how that goes but there we go it's it's it's, it's all about a lens for me this christmas hey mish what about you i yeah i don't know i'm quite fortunate actually at the moment in a way that i don't i've sort of had this big grump about photography for a while which i really nobody noticed nobody noticed i've been <laughs> banging on about somewhat um, intensively for a while, yeah, but I did that in 2018. It's yeah. okay. It's the best, you know, the it is therapeutic. The best things that have come out of it is, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care what anybody else thinks. <laughs> um, the best things that come out of it is actually, well, one of the best things that come out. Of it, I don't, I have very little desire for kit at the moment. I have very little desire to take photos as well, but I'm enjoying the not having any desire for spending exorbitant amounts of money on stuff I don't need that's quite, yeah. a, ni- that's quite a nice feeling that so nice I think it, if there's one thing I'd probably need for Christmas it might be some photographic inspiration that might Oof, be quite nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> something knows where that's for been there, been there buddy yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. whether or not it will it will come I, I have actually been uh, today I really enjoyed going out and taking photos today yeah it was um, great you picked a nice an unusual path but it, it worked really well and it was it was good well it, it was it, one thing that was one thing that I didn't want to do was make Go coming to for a Worcester walk like a Worc- like street photography because Worcester's shit for street photography. <laughs> Worcester near Christmas it is just shit to be in in the centre of town anyway because I don't know if you saw how busy it was but it's very like extremely busy. So going out down the river and all that got out and and a couple of people commented actually it was really nice to go out and have a walk where there's yeah, like, no people no people. Well you yeah. commented actually didn't yeah. you? Yeah, about people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Dave, what what can Santa bring you? He has a tripod. I'm a large format photographer who doesn't have a good tripod. That does seem weird. Weird, yeah. Um, I use my my video fluid head tripod for large format photography because it's the only one I have, and one of the legs um, has like wing nuts that I jerry rig together because it won't stay together. So have pity on me and send me a tripod. There you go. So that, that's fair. If anybody out there's got a spare large format tripod. So well, well you've got to answer this question as well, of course. Yeah, you do have to. Oh, you know, so, so, so what would be your Christmas photography gift? You know, I've already been blessed because much like you were saying about wanting to rent some lenses over Christmas, some incredibly kind gentleman has actually lent me some lenses. Um, is that that 35 millimeter Nikon yeah. that I'm going to take from you? You're over yeah. my cold That's dead. fine. <laughs> I know. I'm going to take from, from Aid. Forgive me. So yeah, so yeah, Aid has lent me a couple of lenses for me to use with my Nikons. Um, one of which I was shooting today with this uh, 35 mil um, lens, which I'm having great fun. So um, yeah, I think that's my enjoyment for Christmas sorted. Is that your F3? Yeah. Jeremy gave it to me. That's legitimately your camera. <laughs> I 
What do you mean? Yeah, the yeah, 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 Jeremy, Jeremy, very generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? What lenses have you got for it? <laughs> now he's got my well, 35 and my 50. Yeah. Soon only to have my 50 because Dave's apparently taking the 35. At the moment, the uh, only, so I have two lenses. One is a zoom lens, which I haven't tried yet, um, which Alex gave me. Um, I, I, I think he described it so crap he hasn't bothered trying to use it yet. Um, and the other one is a, it sounds great because it's the 105 2.5, 2.8. Okay. Um, that Lyndon gave me, but it's a little bit scuffed. Janky. It's it's pretty knackered. Um, it only yeah. goes down. It only closes down it to F eight. <laughs> and um, the the glasses, <laughs> it has some mottling to it. But so yeah, at the moment my lens collection. Some so, mottling. So hence me being very glad to borrow these lenses from Aid um, well, and have a bit of play. I might be able to find you a fifty mil. See that? I, yeah, there you go. I, I love these conversations. <laughs> this is great. Um, before we wrap up here, I just I think all of us can. T- the one person who's missing from this evening's festivities, yes. unfortunately, Mr. Riddell. Mm. Um, so, Sai, we, uh, we hope you're listening. We love you. We love you, Sai, and yeah. we're sorry you couldn't be here this evening, but we really enjoyed your film. I and mean, we thought you were very entertaining. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a bummer he couldn't be here to enjoy this with us. Um, yeah. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we wrap it up. Now? We'll wrap it up. You'll keep drinking whiskey, and I'm gonna go home. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>Welcome to the Sunny 16 Roadshow. Uh, this week we are in Worcestershire, um, in the city of Worcester, um, hosted by good friend of the show, Hamish McGill. <laughs> Shall I try that again? No, carry on, it's perfect. No, 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 no. I always, 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 almost do that. No. Okay, okay, start again, don't worry. I'll definitely edit this out. Right, and wha- <laughs> 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 okay, three, two, one.